Welcome back to episode 46 of What's the Dill? How are you all doing? I hope you've all had a wonderful Easter and a great Easter season. And this week, I want to talk about mercy, forgiveness, sin, and Divine Mercy Sunday. This past Sunday was Divine Mercy Sunday in the Catholic Church. And for those of you who don't know what it is, I'll explain a little bit of what Divine Mercy Sunday is, how it came about, what it means for our faith. But then I also want to talk about forgiveness and this place of mercy that we can all go to and experience. So Divine Mercy Sunday is the feast in the Catholic Church where it's this Sunday after Easter. And what is it? Well, Divine Mercy Sunday is the remembrance that our hope comes from God's mercy. There's a famous JP2 quote where he says, apart from the mercy of God, there is no source of hope for mankind. And that is beautiful. That is wonderful because it really just talks about how like we need to put our hope in that God is going to forgive us. So again, we'll talk about that a little bit. So Divine Mercy Sunday is Sister Faustina was this Polish nun and she had these like visitations from Jesus and the sacred heart of Jesus and these images and these conversations with God where he said, I want you to have this day specifically of divine mercy where humans can understand that we put our refuge and our hope into Jesus. If you want to, on your own, go check out more about Sister Faustine. It's really great. There's actually a shrine, Divine Mercy Shrine in Massachusetts. I've been there, went there in high school. It's really beautiful. People go there every Divine Mercy Sunday and have wonderful churches and say Divine Mercy Chaplet. It's really, really beautiful. Um, so that's the like Catholic Church's um, position on Divine Mercy Sunday. And that's what Divine Mercy Sunday is all about. It's celebrating the Sister Faustina story, but then also understanding that our hope and our refuge in Jesus comes from his mercy. And so when we talk about mercy and Divine Mercy Sunday, another reality I think comes becomes very clear and comes to the forefront, which is sin. Sin is something we all do, experience, are a part of. Sin in our lives, sin from ourselves, sin to others, sin. It's like why Jesus came to become man, to free us from the chains of sin. And sin is one of those things that it distorts our souls and our minds the more that we sin because sin begets more sin. So, you know, like compounding interest where like, you know, you put money in a stock or a bond and an interest and then you make money off that money, you make money off that money. I'm not really too sure about, you know, all that. I'm not an expert in the finance field, but sin is a lot like compounding interest. Sin builds on sin. And then the more that we sin, the more it distorts our soul, the more it distorts our brain, the less we think we sin, the less we think we're filled with sin, the more that we think, hey, why is God even judging me? You know, life is hard. God can't judge me. You know, I, 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 maybe I'm sinful, but am I even sinful? How can you really call a sin a sin? Who's to call a sin? You know, anyone, is the church supposed to just tell us what's sin? They don't know my life. They don't understand me. You know, the church doesn't understand my struggles. How could they say what I do is a sin? How could God tell me that I sin? How could anyone tell me that I'm falling short of the glory of God? You know, the Bible, that's too old. That that doesn't know about modern times. They don't know about sins that I have to deal with. Like, I don't even know if I sin. And that's the poison of sin. 
that it distorts our brains and our minds and our souls and our hearts to think that we don't even sin, that we're not filled with sin, that actually it's all the other people, it's all the other people around us, it's all of the external factors, it's all of the world and all of the bad things out there that are bad, not me. I actually don't sin. I'm just victim to these terrible things and these terrible circumstances around me. And so who could ever judge me in my life to say that I ever sin? That's not fair that someone could ever say that I sin. And that's the experience that sin puts on us. That's the distortion of life and reality that sin creates in our hearts. When we don't seek forgiveness, when we don't seek mercy, it's like sun, sin is like sunscreen. You can't really get it off of your body unless you take a good shower. You know, you can't just wipe sunscreen up. There's still a film there. There's still something on your body when you have sunscreen. You can't wipe it off. Sin is like that. We can't just wipe off sin of our souls. We need to seek forgiveness. We need to get mercy to really cleanse ourselves from sin. So if those are the bad effects of sin and how it distorts our brain to think that we don't sin, The benefits of mercy and forgiveness is that it transforms us to want to be like God and draw nearer to God. Mercy and forgiveness changes our hearts and changes the directions of our minds towards God. It orients us towards God. Even when we think I've sinned too much, I I cannot like actually be forgiven. I've gone too far. With one flick of his wrist, God gives us mercy And he's able to transform our minds and our hearts to be oriented towards him again. And that's what's hard is that when we really fill with sin and we haven't gone to confession, when we haven't seeked forgiveness or mercy, we think I've gone too far. I can't, I can't actually get forgiveness. God could never forgive me of this. We think to ourselves, you know, God maybe forgives those other people, but he's not going to forgive me. I'm too bad. Those are the lies that the evil one tells us. Those are the lies that the evil one wants us to believe. That we, we're not worthy of forgiveness. That, that we're not worthy of mercy. And it's really easy to believe those lies. Because when we think about God and we think about how, you know, his grandeur, and then we think about our sin and, you know, how selfish we can be. And, and, and when we, when we just like treat others so poorly and treat ourselves so poorly, we're like, yeah, it can be really easy to fall into the trap of thinking like, I'm not worthy of mercy. I'm not worthy. I'm so bad. Why do I keep doing these things? And those lies, as convincing as they are, are dust on the ground, dirt on the ground compared to the strength and mercy of the mountain of God. And I remember in my own life, there was a time a few years ago where I hadn't gone to confession in a while and I hadn't experienced God's forgiveness in a long time. And I felt like I wanted to go to confession, but I said, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. I wanted to examine my conscience and I had all these lies and things spinning through my head and all of that kind of like thoughts and confusion and sin was stopping me from going to confession. And so time had passed and I just had, hadn't experienced God's forgiveness in a while, but I felt God saying, go to confession. I felt God's voice saying, come to me confession. I felt God's voice saying, find the place of forgiveness. Felt God's voice saying to me, come to me in confession, draw near to me. And okay, I hear that. It was able to cut through all of the lies from the evil one and all of my sin and all of my junk that I, you know, have filled myself and the world with. But I still was having a tough time finding the humility to go to confession, to find the, the like, the courage to go to confession. 
And, you know, that rush of that rush of like thoughts of saying, hey, like, you know, don't go to confession this week, go to this week, maybe do this, examine your conscience, you know, like it is this incredible rush of thoughts for me that are saying that are stopping me from going to confession and saying, you know what, maybe I'll examine my conscience next week, then I'll go to confession the next week. Okay, you know what, that didn't happen. So you know what I'll do? I'll go to confession at this time, I'll find a good time, I'll go to a priest. Okay, that didn't happen because something popped up. You know, all of these excuses and reasons why I couldn't go to confession. And I finally then, you know, took the time, I examined my conscience, I had a very long, great confession filled with, you know, a lot of sins, you know, the priest was probably sweating and, the, you know, the other, others, you know, right next to me. And that's what it feels like, you know, it feels like, man, this priest, is he really, can he really understand what I'm about to drop on him? You know, I, I, I'm, I think of that all the time. You know, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, man, you know, but is this priest going to be like, you did what? Oh my gosh, dude, are you really that much of a sinner? You call yourself a Christian? You know, like I fall victim to that. And, you know, so I have this confession. It's a wonderful confession. And I experience God's forgiveness. And it's just like the stress, the pain, the shame melts away because I was able to go to a place of forgiveness and a place of hope that sin and the devil can never touch. That place of forgiveness, that place of mercy, that place of hope, that's God's. And sin bad thoughts, the evil one, they can never get there. But we can go there. We have access to that. We can go there. And when I went to that place of forgiveness and that place of mercy, it transformed me. And that's what's crazy about mercy. That's what's so amazing about mercy. Mercy transforms us. Just like how sin begets more sin, and it, it maybe distorts our brain to think that, hey, like what even is a sin? Mercy completely transforms us times a hundred of sin. You know, mercy is a, you know, I love that famous quote of, you know, I love that famous G.K. Chesterton quote, which is, our sin is a drop in the ocean of God's mercy. And because it's such a powerful visual to think of all of the, the sins in our life and all the bad things that we do and all the things I do every day and the things I've struggled with, it's just one drop of water in an ocean. God's mercy is so big and great and so expansive that it just gets, our sin gets washed up in an in a ocean filled with water. So that mercy transformed me. And it transforms me when I go back to that place. When I go back to that place of mercy and hope, it transforms me more. And so now, since that time, I've, I've needed that mercy more. And I've, I've realized that I need to go back to that place more often. I need to seek forgiveness and mercy more. I need to know that I'm not perfect, that I sin. And I need to have humility and courage to seek out mercy and I want to go there. I want to go to that place. I don't just want to hear about it. I don't just want to hear other people talk about mercy. I don't just want to hear other people talk about forgiveness. I want to experience that. I want to go there. And I think that's the thing too, is that like we hear other people talk about mercy and forgiveness and relationships and all of these things in life that, you know, are great, like for them in terms of mercy and hope. But like, I want to experience that. We have to go there on our own to experience that place of mercy. We have to take that hike. We have to take that journey, you know, walk up the hill, cut through the brush, cut through the thicket. And then we have to experience that. We have to find Jesus there in that meadow of hope. We have to find Jesus there in that spring of mercy that we can tap into. And I know when I've experienced that in my life, 
I want more of it. And I say, I need to come to this place more often. I need to find Jesus here in this spring of hope more often. I need to come on this journey and walk up that hill, even if it's hard, and have the courage to find Jesus in that place of mercy. Not just hear about it, not just say, oh, that's for other people. Forgiveness is for other people. No, forgiveness is for me and it's for you. Another characteristic of mercy, which is incredible, is that life makes sense when we experience mercy. Mercy is so powerful that it cuts through lies and it breaks those chains of sin and it breaks those chains of, you know, anxiety about life and the things that, how can this make sense? How can I do this? How can I stay far from temptation? How can I steer clear of sin? Because that's something I always have struggled with is like, man, like there's sin in my life. How could I ever stop sinning? Like, I don't see a path towards not sinning. But then when I've experienced God's mercy, it's like, oh, I can see the vision of God. I see the game plan. And that mercy helps transform me and it gives me the grace I need to steer clear of sin, to stay away from temptation, to understand what I need to do and what it takes to stay focused on God. And that comes, that starting point comes from mercy. It comes from forgiveness. And going back to that JP2 quote, in mercy and in this Divine Mercy Sunday, it's about hope. It's about hope that in the day to day in our life when we're hurting and there's pain and when there's darkness around us, there is always hope in God's mercy. And that's what we're supposed to be hopeful about. Not that, hey, like the world, it's ending, it's over. You know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of um, people who have no hope out there. And that's what like the news media, that's what things on social media, people's attitudes out there telling you, you should have no hope in the world. People tell you, you should have no hope because there's nothing to be hopeful about. There's so many bad things. There's famines, there's corruption, there is crime, there's racism. All of these things are telling you that you should have no hope. But what Divine Mercy Sunday is all about is to say, wrong, you do have hope. You have hope in God's mercy. We all have hope that Jesus's mercy can transform our lives from the inside out and that we need to tap into that. It's a yearly reminder that we need to tap into that, not just in divine mercy, but very often throughout the year. We need to find that place of forgiveness. We need to go to that place of forgiveness. We need to have courage and hope that God will forgive us and that when we seek his forgiveness, when we seek forgiveness from other people, that we will receive mercy that will transform us. Yes, we don't want to like like fall on God's mercy as a reason for us to sin or as an excuse for us to sin. But man, Jesus has a lot of mercy for us. And even when we're down and out and we think, God, how can you forgive me? With one snap of his fingers, he forgives us. And we experience that mercy. So know that like, there's a lot of mercy to go around. There's mercy for you. There's mercy for me. There's mercy for all the people in our lives. So that's what Divine Mercy Sunday is all about. It's acknowledging that we have sin in our lives, that we all sin. All men fall short of the glory of God, St. Paul says. But Jesus forgives us. Jesus has mercy for us. And that there is a place we can go to to experience this mercy, this place of forgiveness. And don't just take other people's word for it. Go and taste it for yourself. Go taste and see the mercy of God. Go out there and experience forgiveness. And so if this week is a reminder and Divine Mercy Sunday is a reminder for you and me, it's that let's take time to seek forgiveness from others, 
from Jesus and let that mercy transform us and let that divine mercy transform us to orient ourselves towards God, to run the race every single day more and more and understand that there's hope in that, that the world, the media, they say, hey, there's no hope. The world is hopeless. You know, there's no reason to hope. There is a reason to hope. And Jesus is that reason to hope. And his mercy is that reason to hope in our lives. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate all of you who reach out, who leave comments, who um, are on this journey with with us here at Baxi Media and What's the Deal podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll I'll talk to you all soon and make sure you experience some mercy this week. Ask for some forgiveness this week. Thanks, y'all. See you later.